Hello. Welcome to Hope We Don't Break Up. I'm Julia Rossi. And I'm Will Miles. And today we have the wonderful Caitlin Brodnick and Alan Arthur. Hi guys. Yeah. Often you may notice that Will always introduces the guests because I have extreme anxiety about getting people's names wrong. It's like I, I do just, that too. Even I make if you my just co-host do it. Yeah. yeah, I will never do it. Yeah, I always make co-host do it. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for coming over. Thanks Thank for having us. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a day of uh, you know we all. Caitlin and I both thought the podcast was today. Mm-hmm. We had booked it for two days from today. Yeah, but we had the same. Brains, so we decided the to do it today. To we're an say, hour hey. late. So now we're crashing here. It's just a I, crazy um, I had a pretty <laughs> serious medical procedure done just this she morning. Did and tell us all about it. Um, I had a sigmoidoscopy. It's when a tiny camera goes inside your butthole, and um, you get to take some butthole but selfies. Butthole. Uh, that was That's definitely hot. a girls gone wild video at one yeah. point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No. So I had some anesthesia this morning, and then I smoked a little weed. And here we are. I love all of this. Where was the weed in the chronology of all of this? After when you got back. You got when home? I got back because okay. my stomach hurt a little bit because of the anesthesia. Prep. For me it was oh. before. And oh yeah. Let me well, tell to you, be supportive. You Kelly have to. Ripa is hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, because you were watching. In the waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that how she is best appreciated? Oh my god. Uh, if you're stoned, she I don't know, maybe she's funny in real life. No, too, she's fun. She seems fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. But she's probably funny. Yeah. I would really high. like to get her and her husband, Mark Consuelos. Yes, Mark Consuelos. It, yeah. yeah, I would like them yeah. if I they're mean, listening. They're hot. Yeah. yeah, right? They're so beautiful together. And they're still together. I know, yeah. Yeah, they seem like they like each other. I know. And which, they met, and on, they a met soap on a soap opera. opera which Pretty I love. weird, right? So great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know any of this. Alan's here, like, I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking about. I don't know who you these people are. are. I, know, I know Kelly Ripa. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mark Consuelos. Are you guys wearing picture. matching bracelets? Oh, yeah, yeah. We these, are. yes. Is that like your wedding ring? No. Well, it was like. Is it Jewish? No, but it could be. I mean, no, so. Uh, 11 years ago. Yeah, it's from a small uh, ethnic store called ABC Carpet and Home. (laughs) I love ABC Carpet and Home. So it's a Parker. Yeah. So I was getting, I am, I was traveling. I was going to India with my family and I, when we first started dating. So how long ago was this? Like 11 years ago. Okay. And I had two of these because my mom didn't like hers. And so I was wearing two and then I was like, I was the last time I was going to see Alan before I go, and I was afraid I would die of not die. I would die of a plane just, crash, and you thought I would die of dysentery. And yeah. they're, they're little red beaded bracelets. You thought you were going to have a plane crash, and you thought I, I thought and you so were going to poop yourself to death. Hold on, I was like, hold on to this bracelet, and then like rub it when you get nervous. Yes. And then anytime it breaks, we just buy another one. Nice. <laughs> so we always have them. She has, has it broken? Like, oh oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's eleven years of like. She has like the ball like. Huey Herman's like rubber band. Oh, ball. really? Like it's just like a, it was, it's just a bunch of them all wrapped. Yeah, up. when these, yeah, I have, I bought like a ton of them, and I always buy them, and then when they break, I save the beads because I think we'll give it one day to like our baby, or I can make it a necklace or something like. But it's we rub it when we're nervous. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> wait. Mm-hmm. So are they always ABC? It's like real annoying and, and cheesy, but it just like feels really good. And it's supposed to be like ward off bad spirits or give you good energy or something. Is it, a, is, is it a crystal? Is it's it no Tibetan of... glass beads. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. We'll wear some beads. Yeah, we're. I love it. Do they have any significance? Uh, the tiger's eyes for protection. Mm-hmm. This all warded me off of a 
Dysentery. No. Today and Friday after my operation, oh, we yeah. were picking up my meds. <laughs> it's just butt cream. And um <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, <laughs> this dude, guy, yeah. this guy in front of Ooh. us told he told I Will he jade. liked his jade necklace and jade. then insisted we watch Boss Baby. Oh. Like yeah. very, I've never. Two good decisions. Wait, I've are those never, two things related? No, I didn't but think never so, but in my life said they were. No. Have I seen <laughs> some, someone with such enthusiasm, a stranger mm-hmm. in line at a pharmacy? How like, old was this person? Sixties. I would guess. And he watches 65. a lot of cartoon baby movies. No, that's the thing. He doesn't usually like cartoons. He told us all about it. Yeah. He's like, he, he told you. He I'm went sure. in depth. He went. Yeah. He's very not going to stop talking baby. once he, he goes, gets on the jade. <laughs> I like your necklace. We were like, thanks. And then a Christmas song started playing, and I was like, I think this is from something. And Will goes, I think it's, it's a like, cartoon. You better fucking see Boss Baby. And then the yeah, guy was yeah. like, Oh my god! Like, like in that way of like, I've been meaning to tell you. Like yeah. he was waiting for somebody to say cartoon. Yes. Yeah. So that he. But could. waiting for somebody wearing jade. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like both. I thought, he was, was like, I thought you were going to say he said you should see jade with <laughs> David Caruso. Yeah. And Fiorentina. I don't know if that I guy. I remember that movie. That's, That's like crazy. a movie that adults might right. watch because it's like in a, those like 90s erotic thrillers. But it's, not. It's I was sexy. not expecting Boss Baby. I'm pretty though. sure that man does not know anything about us. But if he's listening by some, you like, know, it has been a day of coincidences. Yes. Um. You should have Thank him you over. so much. <laughs> I know, we really... His wife, I think it was his wife, did I'm come over sure. and she kept having him smell candles. I like them. So wait, how long into dating did you exchange bracelets? Early, because I went, we got together, Our when I first fell in love with you, it was the first day in June. It was like June 30th. Because we graduated college. Oh, 2006. Did you meet yes. in college? Yes, we were not yes, friends. Kind of. Really? Okay. I was friends with his ex-girlfriend because I didn't know him. And so I was really good at helping her through the breakup because I was like, fuck that piece of shit. Yes. I mean, I just like let her, I just said so much. I was like, what, what an asshole. Uh, Syracuse. Okay. And oh, so nice. we were friends. I was friends with mean people and he was friends with great people. And so like our cliques never came together. I knew his friends and I was with all these bullies and I had very low self-esteem. <laughs> so I was like, okay, <laughs> this works. <laughs> and I was just like stoned and all of college and was like, this is college. And then, and then I was friends with his ex-girlfriend, like light friends, like camp friends. Like you don't, you're not really friends, but when you're together, you're friends, you know, it's yeah, kind of yeah. those things. That's kind of like a lot of people in comedy. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people know, in comedy. That's true, yeah. Right. But if they talk, if they're complaining or going through a breakup, you're like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. I call it friend dating. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we, they broke up, we graduated. And then I met him a month later from a mutual friend. And I was like, holy fuck you're amazing and this and like I was the only friend that could help her through the breakup because I didn't know Alan all of her other friends were like he's a pretty great guy like, you know, how long did like, you date this girl um it, it was I think it was only about four months three or four months it makes so uncomfortable because he didn't know any of this was happening I, I was not aware of this he didn't until know we were actually friends. years later I no, had like, no holy shit. a year a year later like a long time yeah it was rough. I had no idea and I felt None really bad because I was like am I that girl that's like a horrible person that like is so shitty and I was like well I don't <laughs> maybe I am but like I, I felt really shitty loved, I love you because it looked like I had what like swapped out or something and I had no clue no, no one thinks you're shitty. That was the point. Is that Are you everybody still was like, no, I'm very uncomfortable around her. I am on really <laughs> terms like with her. She down the street from us, and really? I see her a lot, and I am so yes. uncomfortable. So it was only four months. It was only four months, yeah. I am it was only four months, but she did hang up the phone her. on me when I told her I was dating Alan. Really? Uh-huh. That kind of makes sense. Of course. How, how long after their breakup? Two months? Three months? We, we broke up. You weren't in love with her. 
We broke up. She broke up in four months, probably. In, yeah. in like <laughs> May four, of four 2006 or, or April. Because that's we graduated in May. Yeah. And then... Um, a month later. Well, but we I, weren't... No, I met you a month we later. And yeah. I fell in love with you. And you were like, I'm moving we to New York City. Yeah. This was in Maryland because we're both from Maryland. Right, okay. And so I'm from like the D.C. area and he's from Baltimore. And we had a meetup, a mutual meetup with a friend. It was only four of us. And that night, our friend Matt, who is just... He loves the techno like no one else. Like he loves the techno. He yes dresses like he loves the techno. Yes, gets sweaty immediately like he's an oiled machine and just like wants to go (laughs) right. He's just like so lovely. He's glistening and he's like he would belong in like the seventies. He's Colombian. Colombian. And he's always feeling Colombian. Yeah. Make sure you guys say. He's always a glow. He's always a glow, but like it works on him. Like he's glowing and like glistening, and you're like. Okay, I, I get that. So we go to this like really shitty part. Not shitty. It's for no, it's <laughs> shitty. It's like a it's an open air frat house. Yes, in it's DC in DC called and, Adams Morgan. Yeah, and some people love it. Oh, like it's college, early it's early awful. college kids. It's all college kids. Yeah. And so Alan and I are walking down, and we're walking down the street, and he turns to me. Oh, so no, I we were sitting in a club. No, we were walking on the street because I oh, held right. your hand. Oh no, we were <laughs> you in didn't the club. Hold my hand. I held your hand in the club. No, you didn't. Yes, because remember we were getting through stuff and that's when I got mad at you that time because I was like don't you know I liked oh, you and you're like but I don't people think, just hold hands yeah no I thought I was like leading you through a crowd I, thought I was, was being leading polite. you through a crowd and I was holding your hand wait hold Damn. on a second I got a little confused mm. you so they're an we went out to a club bar. right no, no, but were you the, talking the, before then we were talking a little bit we had just met and when I first saw him got it I was like oh you're from college and I was like oh you're that guy and I was like I'm not supposed to like you and like I did have a little sass in my ass like a little (laughs) (laughs) but I was also living at home in my mind yeah sure and then we started talking and I remember because I remember looking down at like it was when you know like when trees have like little gates around them like I remember like looking down and you said he says to me he goes like wow it must be so hard for women out in bars and restaurants because, like, guys, they're not there to talk to you. Like, they just want to have sex yeah. with you. Like, yeah, they won't leave you alone. Yeah. Like, you can't just go out you and can't, dance or have fun. You can't really You're, relax. You have to fend off dudes all night. Constantly. Yeah, yes. and you can't Especially just say, you can't just, like that. Yeah. Yes. you can't just talk to guys either. Like, oh, hey, how's your night going? They're it's gonna not be, about yeah. that. They're immediately going to envision sex. And he said that, and I was like, oh, my God, I have never in my life heard another man put himself in my shoes, say how difficult it must be, and then be confident enough to reflect on that. I was like, you're amazing. I just fell hard so fast. And I was like, this is why his ex-girlfriend was so upset. He's the fucking best. (laughs) And I was like, I want you guys hadn't been like dating or anything up until this point. No, it was like one of our first conversations. And I met him and I was like, I need you in my life. Like either please marry me or I'll date you or I'll be your friend or I'll be your stalker. Like I just need like, you are such a... A cool goldmine of a person. I need this pick to stalker? happen. Why not? I, I, well, well, nobody I, picks stalker. Yeah. That's true. Otherwise, this is different um, category. And then, I and fell then he, into it. He was like, <laughs> well, I, what I started to I like I was you. not interested in anything because I was about to move to the city with New this York friend, city. Matt, who we went to this club the with. The glistening mm-hmm. Colombian. And, um, Still I friends was, with him? Oh, Always. yes. Right. Yes, he lives in Boston now, but we're... Cool. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. And uh, we... we uh, we yeah, met. I wasn't looking for it. I was like, I'm going to go to New York City and I'm going to be like a swinging bachelor, which and I was knew like, that was not girls have ever. never liked me for my entire life. But no, for but some like, reason, I thought like, I'll get to New York and like, 
there people will think I'm cool, which is like the last place anybody thinks anybody well, else is geographic cool. geographic idea? Like I'll go someplace else and everything will be better. And I lived in New York for a little bit and I was like, New York's really hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> New York's kind of like a horny city. It is. But if you can't get girls. If you're not comfortable picking up girls in yeah, Maryland, you, you're going to have a real hard yeah, time in New York. It's rougher. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it Which is, is good for you need me. practice in other cities. Yeah, I had zero yeah. game, no practice. No, I was not good but at it. But your game was but just I like... But I thought, like, I'll get to New York and I'll be thing. cool and I'll yeah. live this, like, young bachelor's big city life. And that was not... Work. Would never have worked. I think <laughs> Will was trying to talk about how he had practice. What? Oh, I no. felt like you were suddenly trying... Subtly... Subtly? You can speak or not? Trying subtly trying to. She can't get her butt operated. Because you're like, you can have practice in other cities, like Chicago. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Well, Chicago, I had pretty good practice, I think. But you see all those movies about New York, and everybody's always like, I'm going to graduate high school and go to New York. Yes. Sex and the City? Uh, yeah. They didn't No, they graduated. started in New York. They were yeah. all But they were living pretty. the New York oh, life. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. But every like high school movie is always about New York, or like end of college, New York. Mm -hmm. Home Alone yeah. 2. Home Alone 2, Lost yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah. it's it. all about picking Muppet up chicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had all yeah. the tools to pick up chicks. Yeah. Oh, cool. Limousine, Waldo for Story Hotel. Mm -hmm. no. yeah. yeah, he was living large. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was, so I wasn't interested in anything. And I was like, when it became clear that we had some buzz between when us. When it came clear, I was obsessed I was like, with you. <laughs> I know I liked you back. I was just slower on the draw. I couldn't take it. I was and like, let's had get you had, to um, night. Like a lot of relationships before this. I had broken up with my first and only boyfriend who I lost my virginity to. It was terrible. Uh, nah, it was a nine months. <laughs> get him. Yeah. Go get him. <laughs> Piece of shit. Nine months with a guy who I think is gay. Like, oh, I think yeah. he is gay. That's possible. Yeah. Do you know? Have you checked on him? Like, I don't think he's ever come out, but it was very much like he said my boobs were like too much for him and he loved it doggy style and he loved getting his dick sucked. So it was like, there was like a lot of things where like, that he hated like going guy. down. He hated going down? That I don't sounds know. like a guy. A guy, a guy who's not interested in boobs no. and no, vagina? Yeah, I don't, I don't And know. I was just like, I guess this is what it is. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. And I, and he did compliment my outfit the first day we met. And he was really pretty. And all my gay theater friends were like, oh, he's gay. Katie, what instrument did he play? He played an enormous xylophone. Whoa. <laughs> like an orchestral xylophone. Okay. And he had a stutter. There was a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on. And looking back, you're like, this person's not living his truth. Yeah. But I was like, I can't wait. I finally have a boyfriend. Yeah. Because I was just like Alan. I was very shy. I had no game. And I would just usually get drunk and cry. Yeah. <laughs> so this was exciting. So then, a, that's a very like uh, the movie Clueless, right? Yes. <laughs> when she's dating, what's his name? Uh, yes. The guy um, with the car. I know, I know. The... Yeah. So Not how'd Elton, you get together? But, yeah, the other... no. <laughs> yeah, I, know I know what you're talking about. The guy. Yeah. We'll Who come likes back the to old it. movies. Yeah, yes, we'll she come falls back. off yes. the bed. We'll figure yeah. it out before. Boss baby? Absolutely not Boss Baby. Every character's name. Every character's name. I'm like, I cannot wait for this podcast to be over so we can watch Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what, how that movie spoke to him. I can't move past it. I can't this. figure it out. I, I saw so, the first 10 minutes at her. He's like, that's just a baby with a little cigar. Like, maybe he feels like he is a child as well. It was beautiful. I mean, he has like a high powered job. Yes, the baby does. No, the guy. I don't know. No, the maybe the baby does. The baby does the in the baby movie. Does. I saw the, the baby first does in the minutes. movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. And then when his wife came over to have him smell the candles, I was like, did she see it? And he was like, oh, no, not yet. And he yeah, was like, yeah. so excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, too. He saw it and was ready to confess, but hasn't. his wife hasn't even seen no, it. No, he's like, I'm going to watch it again. This guy's a lot of plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. And they all involve baby. You need to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to keep talking about him because that's not what the show is about, but I did overhear him it to is. the pharmacist. He was so upbeat. The pharmacist is like, got any big holiday plans? He's like, hopefully not going back to the hospital. And I was like, oh man, I hope you get to stay home and watch Boss Baby and you don't have to go back yeah. to the hospital. Stay in your PJs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. like a, not to bring the thing the, a 24 hours of a Christmas like, story do just do 24 hours of Boss Baby yeah they remade a Christmas story too for no parent there's no reason uh, to do that no, reason. Yeah. no don't do that 100% not important to do that yeah. so, <laughs> how did you get together so <laughs> like I, many great love stories yeah our first kiss took place while my best friend slept Right next to us, and we watched Undercover Brother. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's a great movie. He passed out on the bed. He made us sleep on the floor. Yes. And then I called on top of you and was like, we've got to make out. We were staying over because it was the night before he and I were We're going to move to New York City. So we were going to leave from his apartment, his house, or yeah, in, in, in Maryland, which happened to be near Katie's house. And... Uh, I was like, is we he can't... calling you Katie? Yeah, oh, I, so I go by Caitlin Bronick. Um, but like growing up, it was always Katie, 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 and then when Caitlin. I went to college, it was Katie. No, I like it when you call me. And so people okay. that know me very well, like family, loved ones, people that I tell this story to, call me Katie. Got it. <laughs> and it always makes me like them a little bit more. Nice. <laughs> like nice. even if like a bodega guy's like, "Hi, Katie," I'm like, "Oh, uh, you know, yeah, you yeah. get it." Oh, Katie, I got it. Uh, <laughs> yes. See what I did? Yeah, <laughs> it feels cool. Good. Sorry. Go uh, on. No, so we we uh, Keep we. Uh, yeah, we. I did not uh, want to. Uh, well, I wanted to kiss her, but I didn't want to because <laughs> I'm so glad he admitted this. I jumped on top of him. I was like, I, well, I even said I was like, this is this is bad. This is going to result in you having your heart broken because I'm going to move to the and city I like, and I don't want fine. Let's a relationship. Nice. I was also like, let so me. So we made it out a little. We did, and then I was like, let me. I had, is that the night I threw up? No, you threw up the first night, and that's why. I... Don't cover it up on a podcast. So the first night that I met Alan and fell in love with him. This is the night when he said that women must have it harder. Yes, and I was in love with him, and I was like, I I got very drunk, and I threw up on the DC metro. He threw up on his arm and on the newspaper, and he wouldn't shower that night. And we were like, Alan, you should shower. And you were like, I'm fine. I washed up with soap and water. I just didn't want to take a whole shower. So this was the same situation. We were at Matt's house again, and then it was like sleep on the floor, sleep in Matt's bed. I'm like, I'm gonna sleep in Matt's bed. Um, cause I'm a lady. Um, but I was like, I still really liked Alan and I was like, maybe I'm just drunk. Like I knew his ex-girlfriend, like maybe it's just crazy. So I started making out with Matt and I was like, no, I love Alan. Like, and, then, yeah. and then I freaked out because Alan and he were going to live together. And I was like, oh my God, like Alan's the one I like, I'm full fucking in love with him. Like yeah. I just like hit, it hit me so hard. Wow. And I was like, and so Alan and Matt are going to go live together in New York city. And Matt is going to tell Alan that we hooked up when Alan's the one I want to hook up with. And so I like screamed at Matt's face and I was like, you never tell anyone that I missed you. Like I was so. But you ended up telling Alan, obviously. Uh, yes. A long time what later. What if this was the first he heard of it? <laughs> I, know. No, I, I, I wish I had a, a, an exclusive to I deliver know, right? you. No. <laughs> but I was like, poor Matt was just like, okay, like what? Like he was just like. And just he's like, sort of a. He's a sweetie. He's a. 
Yeah, he's not a fighter. He's not a fighter. So he was just he like, what like is going on? Like, it was all me. Like, yeah. I had I so much going on. Her screaming in his face. <laughs> <laughs> but I was lovingly, I was like, Matt, if you tell Alan, I will murder you. Like, this has to yeah. work for me. Like, you can't fuck this up. Matt's like, you kissed me. Like, I was just like, like I was like going <laughs> through it that night because I was so blown away that I was so crazy about Alan. And I was like, this has, like, I must just be horny. Like, it, it can't be, mm-hmm. it can't be real. And then to, and then the next time I made out with Alan while Matt was asleep on the base of the bed. That's why I remember. Undercover brother. Undercover brother. So I'm a slut. No. Yeah, you're such a makeup slut. I'm a makeup slut. Please. But I used to have huge cans and the rule, (laughs) huge boobs, you guys, so big. Great plug. Yeah. I wrote a book about it. It's called Dangerous Boobies. (laughs) Yeah, no, plug it. No, I used Dangerous Boobies by Caitlin Brodnick. It's hilarious. Well, I used to have huge, huge tits. And so the rule was no one was allowed to touch my boobs on the first kiss. But it's like, that was like a big thing. I was like, you can't touch my boobs. Like, that's for the second date. Like, as if I'm being prudish, but I'm also just like, when you have big boobs, guys are always trying to touch your boobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no. And then Alan was like, oh, sh- shit, I don't care. Sure, whatever you want. Like, Alan was so, like, not even, like, what? I, like, I don't care. Like, it's not a big deal. And I was like, I just love you more. I just yeah. love you more. Like, let's just... Let's just have sex Isn't right it? here. Okay, I'm maybe going in like a dark, dark path. Go to topic, it. But it is such a delicate balance, and I really do empathize with men in regards yeah. to this, of like being respectful, <laughs> but also still like forward. Yes, and continuing also, the action. Yeah, like it's yeah. such a tricky thing. because like, hard. You wouldn't like it if a guy was like, boobies, 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 and that's yes. it. But you also <laughs> wouldn't like it if they were so polite that they, it's it's very, I understand why sometimes it feels confusing. Right, and and Alan is very plain, so I will say to him, no, grab my ass. Like, I, like in the beginning, I would say, like, now it's time. It's time to go. Yes, it's time. I need you to fuck right now. So, yeah, you were very polite, and I was... I gave, before the first time we had sex, I gave her an out, like, up to the last minute. Yeah, because we... Cause so Which he, you liked. Which I like because if, okay, so he was in New York and I was in Maryland. And so we were doing long distance. And then when he would come home to visit family and for Thanksgiving and Christmas, like I would drive to Baltimore and my family was like, why aren't, isn't he driving to you? Why are you driving to him? Oh, that's such a family thing. It is such a thing. And they were like, we don't know how we feel about him. They didn't know. They didn't get, he had a very (laughs) insane family, like a very fucked up family. So I was like, I was like, there's, I just get it. I just have a feeling that. He's not trying to fuck me over. Like, he does want to see me, but it's kind of a difficult situation. And so so we had been dating a little bit. We talked on the phone for, like, an hour every night. Mm-hmm. We yeah. aim chatted. We were on aim. And Ooh, it nice. took me so long because I have terrible spelling, and it was before, like, Firefox had that spell check. Uh-huh. So yeah. I would write it in Word and then check the spelling and then copy and paste into aim. And he, we were like... You're taking so long. Yeah, I was wondering why her, why her responses took so long. Yeah. And then we were like... I thought you had cool stuff going on. No, nothing cool. Nothing cool. <laughs> I was sitting there sweating and having diarrhea. So <laughs> so then when we did, like, we were going to have sex, it was, like, so exciting. But he was, like, coming back to Maryland. And we were, like, orchestrating a private place we could be. Like, all this stuff. And so it was, like, a lot of buildup before. And I just said, like, you, we don't... I'm happy to just... We, I'm, I can just visit... We don't have to do this because I, like, no. I still lived in New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, we were in Maryland and I'm like, that could be very difficult. I'm going to go back to New York in two days or whatever. And that might be hard on you. And so if you don't want to do that, I'm not going to be upset. I was so I'm into that. I was such mad. a turn on. 
Yeah. It was so loud. I was like, take off well, my clothes okay. now. Here's what I don't understand. Okay. If, you don't have to understand if it. You're, no, not you. No, no, no. If That's guys, okay. okay, there's two options. Mm-hmm. You're either having sex with a woman who is excited to have sex with you. Yes. Or you're having sex with a woman who does not want to have sex with you. Why would you ever want that option? Yeah, that's bad. I don't know. Why would a guy like want to have someone. sex with a woman who regrets it afterwards? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, you want them that's, to about be, po- that's about power and ego. It's yes. not about sex. Excited about it, No, though. because that because he doesn't care about what's inside the woman. It's just a vessel. It's just a vagina to stick it in. But it's if not I had sex you don't with care. a woman and afterwards she felt bad about it, which may exist somewhere in the world. Yeah, that's called pity sex. There could mm-hmm. be a woman who regrets having sex with me, but... You know what? I don't even regret bad sex I've had. I don't regret any bad sex either, no, but I mean, I, I'm a man, so... I, we all had sex with that <laughs> no, first boyfriend. I don't it was like... Some sex. I don't regret yeah, it. Yeah, you, you were saying you had makeups, like, after breakup sex once that, like, wasn't right. I just... I was having sex for the wrong reasons. I was lonely. <laughs> So oh, I've had, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I like... I mostly that, but I... I don't like that. <laughs> I, yeah. It's not nice to myself, it's not nice to them. Yeah. Once I was on a date, and it wasn't going well, this is, like, when I first... Like, the first time I was ever single as an adult, yeah. which was four years ago, and... <laughs> five. I was on a... Almost five... Yeah, I was on a date yeah. with someone. <laughs> It'd be weird until it was four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's four? Oh, four man. and a half-ish. Whatever. And I, it, the date was not... Like, I just... It wasn't... We were connecting on nothing. Yes. And I was very hammered, and I was like, look, I feel nothing. I think we should just go to your apartment and have sex and see if we have chemistry. That's so funny. But I was also in a place where I was, like, trying to get my numbers up because I was trying yeah. to get but, yeah. but there you were, at least and you were being autonomous. It wasn't like he convinced you right. into and, it. And, if I had to a, persuade a woman yeah. to have right. sex with me, oh, yeah. I would saying, feel terrible. That's I don't even regret gross. that. Right. Because it's a hilarious story. And you took care of business. And it also taught me to not do the actual sex. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly Mm. like the date. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It it wasn't like, it was just, um, there's nothing wrong with him. It was just just our chemistry was completely mismatched. Right. Um, But it it taught me a lesson to not. Well, to trust that instinct. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it taught her the opposite of that. No, her instinct was like, it's not going well. Yeah, my my original instinct instinct was to, like, like, this guy is not. My instinct was to actually cancel the date before it happened. Ooh. Yeah, and I didn't because I was like. Are you psychic? I am a a little bit. <laughs> my energy healer Joyce says I really should trust my intuition more because it's really spot on. Well, Joyce Thank is right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joyce. You're Shout out, Joyce. Joyce. Shout out, uh, my energy therapist healer. Oh. That's great. I Haven't you looked around? We're obviously nuts. I think it's gorgeous. We've got a great. big fucking salt lamp over there. I, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of forces. I, I'm so I'll sick of people prefacing anything that's like new agey with like they're like I don't mean to be all woohoo I'm like literally people have been worshipping a book oh, for yeah. thousands of years yeah, yeah, yeah. and We're killing in the woo-hoo. name of religion I don't think it's weird that I believe a crystal will protect for me sure. yeah. for sure for sure we met a woman who said plants talk to her yeah so we met this very nice woman she went into detail about her relationship with plants and we were like that's your relationship I was like I'll buy it yeah, yeah that's I can see possible. that they're living things yeah. they are and right. like she like has this thing you don't and, hurt and, anybody yeah. unless they tell her. you to do something fucked well, up well she also relied <laughs> 
kill on animal, it. Every animal. Yeah, kill everything. <laughs> yeah. But she would say, like, she was in a parking lot, and she would, like, see a plant and be like, oh, my God, I needed that today. Like, for her, like, she was looking for it, and I was like, wow, it is filling you know your life. Like, All it's right. giving her so much. If energy oh. therapists help you, And yeah. it doesn't Great. matter. But it's also, because if someone would have said to me, I don't know how many years ago, that um, one day you would be able to transmit an email, right? Yes. I'd be like, that that's impossible. And <laughs> yes. now I have yeah, it. You know what yes. I mean? So like if maybe this woman is one of the first people to discover how to talk to plants and right. maybe in 20, 30, 50, 100 years, they're sending us people. Didn't Walt Whitman or Ralph Waldo Thoreau. Emerson or Thoreau like write about, uh, I'm sure one of them wrote about talking to plants. Plants Oh, uh, Thoreau talked to a river, yeah. right? Yeah. Pond, Listen, one pond. Yeah. 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 Around the same time that I went on that date, <laughs> I also had some mushrooms. I was in upstate New York, and oh, I had yeah. a conversation with a bush. That represented my father. And I do have to say, a lot of forgiveness came out of that conversation. Yeah. So with that bush. Worked it. <laughs> gotta find go. I, gotta, I go visit that bush every year on his birthday. There <laughs> it is. No. 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 Yeah. I believe it. I do remember what the plant, like if I went back there, I think I would be able to find it. And then a bee started chasing me and I was like, go, go. <laughs> Time that to wrap was, it up, dad said. Yeah. Dad was like, we get it. You apologize. <laughs> the universe says I Move can it. stop talking to the bush. I do remember the first time I heard about pity sex. I was talking to a few female friends and they were like talking about how they fucked him anyway just because they felt bad for him. Ugh. And I oh remember my being, God. That could the guy listening guy. to that being like, hold it, this is... The, can, I can't even imagine being that. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. And <laughs> like, then you're like, is that me? Did that happen to me? You guys got to tell me if anyone that? ever does that with me. That's how I feel yeah. about faking orgasms. Yeah, that too. You can yeah, never no be time. totally Plus, sure. Ugh. But sometimes you fake it because you just want to like have it be over with. Yeah, but as a Whoa. as a writer, that? performer, I but can not, tell. But not in a way, <laughs> not in a relationship. Because you didn't like the guy. Yes, Just you're like, I want to finish this. Yeah, not because I didn't like the guy, but... I have uh, other as stuff somebody to who gets do. Who, who gets easily distracted. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of sex, I'm like, oh well, like you seem to be done. Like I yeah. could like I can handle. I this did that later. with my first like, boyfriend <laughs> all the time. Oh I mean, because it no. was See, not. I can't. Working. I just. I would just want her to tell me. Yeah. But just then, tell don't, me. Don't make me think I'm cool. Yeah, but then it's also like then you have to have the whole conversation of like it's I not know. that great. They don't and then they feel like shit. they don't know I would rather hear it. Yes, the truth. That, that's the person. Like most I guys probably don't want to know. Well, yeah, I probably could have told my ex boyfriend. He'd be like, "Okay, I great. Know. I don't want to do this anyway." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested anyway. The first time I orgasmed, I took care of it myself on top of him, and I was plastered on red wine. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is red it. wine and has brought on a lot of a lot of orgasms." And I was like, "I had to be on top. Yeah, I had to." Also facilitate, like I was doing all this business, and then I was like, "Oh, like I didn't need him at all." And then I was like, "Oh, because he he had no interest in providing that for me." None of us really need him, you know. But like, (laughs) thank you for marrying. We're acutely aware. Wait, okay. When did you move to New York? I moved in 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 late August of 2006, and, and you, you came up for in him? February. Yeah, February or March. Of well, I was 2007. Going, yeah, I was going to move anyway. That was mm-hmm. like my plan. And then he was here, and I was like, "Let's get this fucking shit going," because I was I was doing really well in Maryland. Actually, my family's there. I was working at my dad's office. He's this like great physical therapy office. He's he's brilliant, and like I've learned so much. And like I was pretty good there. Like I I understood how to handle patients, mm-hmm. and like I was a receptionist, but also like 
very, I, I was doing well. And then I was in all these musicals and plays in like DC community theater and Virginia community theater. And she I was, was like, crushing it was thriving, but all I wanted was to be around Alan. Like it was like, I felt I was physically ill a lot of the time. Cause I was like so anxious. Like my stomach was just clenched. Cause I just like wanted to be with him. And then so that, okay, so I have a question about yeah. that. Because I do think something that people have tried to do since the beginning of time is figure out what love is. Yes. Not, I mean, that's, we're going to get like. Let's talk about yeah, it. But, Let's so figure t- it out. Well, no, because I, I think. Right like, one out but today. I do think yeah. it's really interesting because people try to describe what the feeling is. Mm-hmm. And for you, it was that, but it might not be that for the next person. That's why I think it's such an insane thing to try to describe. Oh, yeah. It, I, I, like it's I almost was, like you can't describe it until you feel it. And yeah, then it, it was like, it was like, it's like a fix. And like, I just knew that we would talk that night and I would like obsess about what we would talk about. And I would like try to like think of these things. And like, I just, my stomach was so clenched. I'm not, I had diarrhea for months. Like I was just like yeah. working on it. And, and then we would talk, it was like this amazing release. Like it was just like so great and so comfortable and I'd be so happy. And I was like, I just need to be with him. What do you think the difference, this is like a general question, but then how do you know the difference between love and lust? Like obsession. Well, because I, no, I, I mean, see. I know the answer for myself, but well, I know that the me, feeling you just described. Yes. I mean, I can think back and remember having that for like a high school crush right. and in retrospect being like, Julia, they literally wouldn't look you in the face. Right. Well, I've yeah. had that too. Like <laughs> I would have these hard crushes, but Alan and I would talk on the phone for two hours. So I was like, we were saying like, we fell in love with each other's minds like way mm. before yeah. we even yeah. had Actually anything. doing long distance. On I'm not phone. a big proponent of long distance relationships. That lasts a long time. Like doing it for five yeah, years would suck. But yeah, for a few months, we just got to know each other Ugh, without I was just so fucking in love. Body yeah. stuff or even looking at each other really. Yeah. And it was pretty great. Yeah, I had like Because your- then when we finally saw each other, we we're like Oh, we get. We to don't f- need small talk. We yeah. can let's get to business. Uh, just get get down to it. Well, I've been yeah, so months was, for this. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had sex, and he's good at sex. I was like, this is insane. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, that was even more of a push to get to. I was like, wait, thank you for sex is that. Great. I know, right? I was yeah. like, yeah. 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 just yeah. talking, yeah. dating. Thank you. We so I we were we were like two or three months on the phone, but then he came home for Thanksgiving, and then came home for Christmas, and then came home one time in My January. Birthday. Yeah, at the end of January. Right, that's when we, I think, first had sex, and then maybe like no, know. the second time we hung out, it was that's so fast. Christmas? Like, no, that's not fast. But I mean, I guess well, yeah, for that age, but like for so the nice. amount of time we saw each other. So yeah, that's the thing. If you, if you only went on like two or three dates with somebody, and then you're like right to fucking, like that's New York City. But we had but also been like talking on the phone and yeah. like yeah. kind of courting that's in cool. that way. But then the sex was so good. I was like, this is. Uh, fucking insane like I it was like it was just like nuts and I was like I'm done like what? and then I wanted him to marry me and it took immediately so long she it started took blurting him. out I love you immediately immediately <laughs> and like we'd be sitting at coffee and I'd be like uh, I'd be like I love I love pop tarts yeah, <laughs> like I just like, like I couldn't I love, like I, love, I couldn't I, I couldn't meal. hold it in and then when he said I love you for the first time I was like oh my god because I was trying not to say it first I was like I love you too and you go I know you've been saying it <laughs> <laughs> three dozen times Wait, so how, soon, how soon after did you get married five years nice oh Oof. no four engaged July of 2000 no October of two, we got engaged in July yes of 2010 we got married in October, October. of 2011 right so and what made you get married 
I wanted to marry him because I just like wanted to lock that down. I was like, you're so great. And also like I, my parents have an amazing marriage and they're, my aunt and uncle have a great marriage and um, my dad's parents had an incredible marriage. I had never seen a good marriage. <laughs> Alan? So, um, really bad. I hear, I hear I, you. My, my brother and sister-in-law were a good model for me when I when I was younger as a, as a good marriage, but I had not seen any. He had a really terrible childhood. Good marriages. Yeah. Both of my parents are dead, so we can say whatever you want about, about them. them. Okay. Oh, all right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get no, it. it was a real. Trust they me. Were, it was. Um, so your uh, mom was with somebody. No, they, they got divorced when I was three or four. But she had already been married and divorced. Before that. Yeah. To, to your my, step. My, my, my brother's my half brother. Okay. Um, to his father. And then she brought in. My stepfather, who is also dead, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they, they, it wasn't all at the same time. It wasn't like a cult <laughs> thing, but um, could have been just coincidence. And um, they were all that was really, a bad relationship too. Really it was all bad, bad people. Yeah. yeah, it was all terrible. Really rough. It was in Baltimore City. But I married. It was season two of The Wire. Just uh, it, was, <laughs> it was very rough. No, The what Wire is, is so accurate. It is, but it's Baltimore accurate. City fucking loves accurate. The Wire. Yeah, of course. They got so many it's people real. from Baltimore oh, in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know that guy. Um, <laughs> so... I okay, Katie so, likes the story about why I decided to marry her. So okay, wait, I was, wait, I'm saying, wait, let me say, I wanted to marry you because I was like, marriage is a team, like being <laughs> a team. Like I wanted to be on his team. Like I didn't want to be called a girlfriend. Like I wanted it to be like, we are a fucking force. Like yeah. and like, I just wanted that that um, ceremony of it. Mm. I also wanted to be a bride. Okay, sorry. Good. Continue. <laughs> I was <laughs> that I guy who was like, uh, marriage is like. Uh, a bourgeois institution and I was like, I'm like we don't it. I was like yeah, <laughs> I for I real this is how the type of guy I was in my early 20s especially I was like I gave her I literally was like read Jude the Obscure because it's all about um, I didn't how marriage how like being squashed by institutions like makes us all go insane and I stand by the fact that I, do, I really do think marriage should not be the end goal of all relationships. Like if you're together for 20 years, like you shouldn't be forced to like, it sh- there shouldn't yeah, be all this pressure choice. to get married. Marriage should be a thing that you can do if you want. Um, it, there shouldn't be all this legal stuff about it. Just like, it should be like another thing that you could do like a second honeymoon or something. It shouldn't <laughs> be like essentially mandatory mm-hmm. to be recognized. But I was like, uh, uh, so like I do acknowledge that there, it does create some stuff that is, it kind of tears society in a way and it makes people get married who maybe would be happier if they weren't married. Mm-hmm. Especially um, with the heavy so religious people. So I'll preface people. it with that, but yeah. I, we have been together for a few years and, uh, and I loved her Four. and I, I, it was great. <laughs> and, um, I, uh, such a nerd. I was, um, I love Arrested Development. The TV oh, show. You're that's not amazing. A it's a great the show. Best. Every, every I fucking know, comedian loves like, it. Um, yeah. you know, you I don't love it. Like I continue else. to love it. And, um, well, it's the My, best written show. Are you a comedian? It's the best. Uh, no, okay. God, no. He did. Um, no, he went, went to, school to school for acting with me. We were in like the same class. But then I quit immediately class. as soon as I got to the But New York was really <laughs> shitty and he was going to do those like open equity calls and his, oh, like, yeah. his heart was dying in it. And yeah. I was like, well, duh. I, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so um, I, was I had that. all the DVDs. These were, this was a long time ago before yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. and such. I had the Netflix DVDs. I stole them. I ordered them and then never returned them. That's a whole. We still have to connect the key. I can't handle it. No, don't. Anyway, we're, we, Five uh, years so we 
Uh, my favorite uh, episode is the one with Justine Bateman, where he thinks it's his sister, but she's actually a prostitute, and he gives her George control Senior. of the company um, to like Season get three? everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right they, like, near the end. Print it out on the yeah. computer, and it's her face. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah. so that's my favorite. It's hard to choose a favorite, but that one is, is was my always favorite. your favorite. And Tobias is dating the. The gym instructor, yeah. who's girl he, Michael, he keep, yeah, girl Michael, um, <laughs> yeah. who's a man, and um, it's my favorite episode, and um, it was the only one on our DVDs that didn't work. Like it got screwed up. Wow. It was like it would not play. It wouldn't even play like a little bit of it. It's just like yeah. that one fucking episode fucked up. And they used to play Arrested Development on like G Four. Yes. I want to say I don't even know if that network still exists anymore. Yes. Yeah, oh, like video one. games. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, one night I came home and on our DVR was that episode recorded. And I was like, did you record that? And she's like, yeah, I know it's your favorite episode and that it wasn't on the DVD. And as small as that sounds, I was like, wait a second. No one will ever know me the way she knows me. I will never find anybody who not only knows this about me, but is willing to do something that is an action that shows that she knows this about me. She's acting on that knowledge. And I was I like, even like if I, I was like, let's say, <laughs> let's say we broke up tomorrow for some reason, I would have to go through the whole thing of dating. And I would have go, I would, uh, even if I met someone and they were great, it might, it, what are the odds? It's like this, that's great. Like, what am I waiting for? Like, this is as mm. good as it could ever get. What yes. do I think I'm missing? Nice. And I, I went from, the day before basically being yeah. like marriage is uh, an oppressive <laughs> to like, I got to marry this lady because I, it's never going to, it couldn't possibly be any better than this. Aww. And That's I was like, awesome. it took that? I want to DVR everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be sure. Well, it's interesting because I think marriage, I think yeah. love, what season? I, what, like to me, love is, is, uh, like care. I don't think love is, yeah, I don't think it's a feeling. I, well, it's kind of a feeling, but it's like a thing that you do. Like the you cannot love, love without doing stuff for the other person. I think I yes. think love is a very f- like active, active physical verb. Selfless. Well, I think yes. Yeah. You know whether people want to admit it in this sort of I don't give a fuck day and age. Yeah. Other people want to hashtag you know right fearless whatever people right. are doing. But I think in Blessed. this day and age, it's very <laughs> easy to act like I don't care. Look how independent I am. But the truth is we all want to be understood. Mm-hmm. Like that is really, no one wants to die feeling like nobody understood them. That's why people go crazy, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you meet someone, be it like a good friend or a family member, but especially like a part, like what we always say that kind of blows our mind is, you know, my sister, I would consider a person obviously who, you know, knows what I'm th- like she'll text me yes. like are you doing okay like we have like a little bit of we're not twins but we have twin energy energy yes. right <laughs> and like I have some friends where I have those like really but then with Will we're kind of like very early on we're like I'm sorry like a year ago two years ago whatever we were strangers I know like complete yeah. strangers yeah. raised differently yeah. yet like same point of reference for so many jokes like oh my god my favorite episode of Good Times was this me too <laughs> yeah. like you know yeah. just like weird shit meeting someone and of our age group was a favorite episode of Good Times is <laughs> special <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, alone like yeah. and then 
And then when he, like, one of the most, I don't know if I've ever shared this before, but it was really sweet. This is one of the silliest things. But when we first started dating for my birthday or Christmas, Will got me, oh, no, 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 it wasn't even a gift. He did a show at a sex toy shop, and he bought me a little cute pink vibrator and a cute little bag. It was, like, a nice, like, a a little more upscale one. Yes. He's like, well, I remembered that you, because the one, the only one that I had ever owned was a college gift that I got when I was 21. Like a gag gift? It was, yeah. No, 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 I used it. And, yeah, um, but it, yeah, was but it like wasn't intended an, for your pleasure. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. it was definitely intended for my pleasure. Oh. But it was like college gag gift. Well, but no, it was, it was like a huge <laughs> like gag Calling something penis shaped. Yeah, a gag I know. Gift um, is ripe for something. Anyways, right? I know what I did with it. But, <laughs> I, but it, it was, it had broken, but I still had it in my drawer. Like my, I was just say like my mom who keeps things just in case but not a vibrator anyway yeah. yeah you never know and he had remembered me saying that mm. and then like thought of it thought like was like, like oh well, i was at this show and i knew he's like and i asked all the girls at the store which <gasps> one was the best one yeah. so and to nice. me that was That's... one of those really hi terry will's mom listens to every hey, episode mama. but it was one of those <laughs> it's so considerate really yeah. great moments because it, first of all, there's always that like thing in sitcoms where they're like, oh, I don't want my girlfriend liking this machine more than shit because yes. it's like yeah. a jab at your manhood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. no. Uh, not like my vibrator is going to listen to all my problems when I'm having a panic attack. Um, yeah. And you come home and it's just, it's on spin and I'm just talking to well, yeah. you. Like, I don't know what I was saying. I'm okay with if you want to start yeah. doing that, it's gonna have a recording device and be like, just take it. I told, yeah. the, I told the vibrator everything. Yeah. If there's oh, a wow. shopping list on there too, just Whatever. take it. People talk to their Alexa. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What's the what's difference? The, yeah. What's the talking? At least your vibrator, like, or their dogs yeah. who aren't like, gonna give them advice either. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Talk to dogs. So talk to Anyways, your vibrator. it was one of those things where I was like, oh, that's so thoughtful. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't a. I don't know. I think. Are unfortunately, and it's also with, like it says something about him. Like he's not afraid of you having. Yeah, like there's yeah. other the examples. The best vibrator. Yes, mm-hmm. there's <laughs> other examples the like. Oh, that are, good. It was a very good, good vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a there's other examples of like maybe not teaching. so R-rated. <laughs> what? I have non-R-rated examples, no, but that one just oh, stuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but that's because a good it's one. my favorite gift I've ever gotten. Yeah, it's it's such a good gift. Still in use. What? I feel like it's PG thirteen. A vibrator. A vibrator. Yeah. I feel like it could be in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, it's probably The standards are loosening. Yeah, you're allowed one fuck. I think two now in PG-13. Anyways, I just think that... (laughs) I just think that 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 noticing is the thing that sets someone apart often. Yeah. And it touches you because it's like, we're all, I feel like we're all inside our own minds and there's so much going on and like life's very hard and we're all just working on stuff. And then somebody comes through and is like, oh, and I thought of you. Like, you're mm-hmm. not just sort of just some other victim of the world. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like you're not just like somebody just nobody cares about, like, when they think of it. Well, like, we were talking about Christmas presents. And oh, I yeah. was like, honestly, I truly don't know what to get you because right. that's not how my brain works. When I see something that reminds me of it's you. so exciting. Yes. I'll buy it. Same. Why does it yes. have to be Christmas yeah. or your, like, yeah. it's, 
I find that very, I find that with a lot, like not just him, but everyone in general. Well, they seem like arbitrary days. It's like, yeah, well, here's, yeah. I just it's a had lot a good of pressure idea for too. It's like, and it has to be a good gift. And it's like, but I thought, well, my mom shops all year round. Like she will find something and then be able to save it to Christmas. I can't and I'm save like, it. That's I can't save it. Yeah. Like, I she starts shopping. My mom starts shopping the, the next day. Yeah, when and stuff like, goes on sale, she she's like, like I know you said you wanted this a year ago. And I still probably want it, but it's just, it blows our mind that she can wait. Yeah. I got Alan his Christmas gift two weeks ago and I gave it to him. <laughs> I was just like, I can't hold it in. Like, yeah. it's just, it's too fun. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it's, but that's, that's what, like, having these random days is what I, that's what I mean. Like, if you're, you should be doing stuff for each other all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you should always be thinking about how like, you can be a good Does this person need something? Like, can I help out? Even if it's just, yes. very helpful. the dishes or whatever. Like, so, like, you should be doing something for this other person. I don't, there's always, I, I, there's all, all these, you see couples that are older that are like, they just like, well, we love each other because we do, but it's like, you sort of can't tell. Like you would never know. You there, just, there's no like active. Sort of, they just settle into like a thing where it's just accepted that they love each other and maybe that works for them, but. No, no, I'm no. Not, I don't really feel that. We are I mean, working we've, hard. We've been married for. Six years, and I'm like, I just want to do stuff. And you're pregnant. For you. And I'm pregnant. No, when are you do this for me? Um, <laughs> so I also wanted to have a ba- his babies as soon as I met him. I was just like, oh, yeah. I want that brain Pregnancy in my is a child. Institution. Yeah, okay. I know. Shut up. <laughs> I um, we're due. I think end of January, early February. Yeah. He's a huge baby. They say he's leveling out a little bit, but at one point he was Ellen. She she looked at me with like fear in her eyes. She was like, "This was is not big." Fear. We connected. You're not allowed. It's you're not, not coming she's allowed out of your to be as afraid as she wants to be. Yes, and it's she said funny. to me, she was like, "Oh my god." She can be afraid. It's just the baby is. Now has leveled up, but at one point she's like, he's measuring two weeks ahead, which is like five years older. I mean, it's huge. Katie? I'm so scared. Katie? Yes. Yes, Lady to lady, I've never had a baby inside me that I know of, but um, you are allowed to be terrified of your giant baby because you're going to be doing all the work. Like any baby is a giant baby to me. Like anything over than two pounds is a giant baby. And he's... He's like he's measuring big. He leveled off this week. We don't know what's going to happen. And so they were like, he could come early. Yeah. You might have to have a planned cesarean if he's over. Like if he's guessed, if they think he's like 10 pounds or more, then you'd have to have a cesarean. Like it is so stressful to me. So I don't know when he's going to come. And I also hate pain. I am not, I am a nerd. I hate, I, I'm not a nerd. I, I'm, I'm a nervous person when it comes to pain. And like yeah. when I get my blood drawn, I pass out every time. Oh, I have oh, my really? IV this morning at my big operation. I, pa- I pass out. I can't. <laughs> you did have a big operation. You passed out? Well, no, I got anesthesia. Oh, okay. But, but I were you tourniquets. passed out. Yeah. Tourniquets yeah. are what bother me the most. Tourniquets. What is it? 1940? The tourniquets. When they put the rubber in your arm to find the vein. Oh, that's still a tourniquet? still called a tourniquet. I thought it's only a tourniquet if it's it's got spikes, right? Yeah. I have no idea. You guys talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) From medieval times. What do you guys say? Medieval times. Yeah. Tourniquet. We're still recording. We're still recording. No, I am. I, I'm like so anxious. I even, so we were talking about the book before I had a tourniquet. 
That was okay. right. Okay. Sorry, I just want to Google it, girl. It okay. I don't well, see any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll, see. we'll need the proof. Um, no, so I had like a, a massive surgery, and I'm still so afraid to get really? birth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually more comfortable, and this is like terrible to say, like I'm the idea of cesarean feels more relaxing to me because they medicate you and the doctors take care of it. Yeah. Like after having surgeries that like that makes sense to me as like birth to me sound feels so alien. Yeah. And the idea of like your body's like opening up like the whole thing feels so crazy. You can now I'm see, so stressed out about I did not know this was a thing that happened. You can see mm-hmm. if you look at her stomach him moving. Oh yeah, yeah. you can see I him didn't pushing out my stomach and moving around, and like yeah. Yeah. he like will like start that dancing. It creeps. I, me I have a very out. strong theory crazy. that any man who is misogynist, who hates women irrationally, obviously present company not included, not you guys, is we hate women rationally. No, <laughs> is, is for all the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. But well thought arguments. That I know women end up having children and I'm not saying women are supposed to have this I don't know if I ever like I have no idea but I'm saying the fact that women are the ones that have that ability have the experience or have the choice is yeah they're mainly in charge of it mindable like, it is it is mind-blowing that you have a person inside you it's right giving now. him so much also i'll speak for you honey but you're like you have like anxiety with it you're just like i'll come home and be like oh this is weird and you're like i don't know from this like i don't know is this a yeah. good feeling when she is this says a bad she feels feeling bad, like, i don't know if that means we need to go to the hospital yeah, I'm or just like, if she's just so being feeling crappy difficult. it sucks being yeah. pregnant and sucks. people don't tell you that when you're <laughs> we young keep making jokes that being pregnant is like las vegas because yeah. we went to las vegas because everyone was like, you got to go to Vegas. So we went to Vegas and we're like, this sucks. And we got we home it. and we're like, Las Vegas is terrible. And they're like, oh yeah, Las Vegas is terrible. That's but exactly what pregnancy go. is. Like, why yeah. didn't you tell it? They're like, you have yeah. to have a baby. When are you having a baby? And then she's pregnant and we're like, this is terrible. And she's, they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you yes, like, it are is. you already like, I'm never going to get pregnant again? Well, I'm just thinking like, if I do get pregnant, if we do have another kid, like the first kid has to be older to help me. Absolutely. Because they, they, some He's people back have to kids, back kids so I do not young. Get and it. so what either. I'm having with mine is I have morning sickness like uh, extremely long. I had a very long period of morning sickness. Most people get like a month, a couple months. I had like many, many months and I'm still throwing up sometimes. And then the baby's so big. I know he's not as big as you think. He's He's really big. He's pressing on my spine. So my leg, I have a burning nerve because he's pressing on my nerves. And so I'm like, if I can't walk... Like if I, like right now we're having trouble walking too much. So I'm like, if I have a little baby that I have to hold and be pregnant, I was like, mm. we have, he has to be like four or five. So I can at least say like, yeah. mom needs help. Can you be a helper? You know, like, cause I've nannied a lot. So I know kids like love tasks. Uh-huh. And so Being I'm like, a helper, it's a great one. It's yeah. a great one. So I'm like, you can be a helper and, and a five-year-old, sometimes you need to pick them up or grab them from the street, like make sure they're safe, but you're not holding them exclusively. Yeah. So I am stressed about that because this has been really hard on yeah. my body. And I'm like five feet. So it's just like, where's the baby going to go? Do you mind if I ask? So no, you got never. sick while you were together, right? So I never was sick. So sick. I was never sick. No, I never had cancer. So what I have is the BRCA genetic mutation. Okay. So the mutation means that I have an incredibly high risk of getting cancer. It's a heredity mutation that's from my family's, my father's side, the Jewish side. And what it meant, the doctor said to me, and I don't know if the percentages have changed since there's been more sophisticated research, but it was an 87% chance I'd get breast cancer in my future. And so that made me go 
crazy. Like it made me go. You were together insane. at that time. Yes, yeah. we were together, okay. and like my parents really wanted me to get this test, and I was like, "What's the point?" And then I finally got it. And it was came back positive. My sister's negative for it. Um, my mom's like from a, a Catholic Christian background. So she has, they're very different, but she's like, she's waspy. So it's like, they didn't have, they don't have that gene. Um, and Jew- so, so Jewish people well, they could get it. It's just they much yeah, less likely. It's so it's very common in Ashkenazi Jewish um, families that that's passed down. Okay. But then it's in some black families and some mm-hmm. like Mexican families. Like it's like, it's all different. Cause I think a bunch of Jews went to Mexico for a while. So there's some women in Mexico that have that's it nice. and it's New Mexico. Warm. So <laughs> yeah, like it, it, like there's, it Is does. it pre-cancer? Is that what it's called? So yeah, they say pre-cancer. So it's yeah. no. So pre-cancer, if you, if you She's got a pre-viver, they yeah, call it a pre-viver, yeah. okay. but if, it's not that I had a lump that could be cancerous and be called cancerous. I didn't have any lumps or anything, but that fear that like when I'm in my, when I'm older, when I'm, that I could go through breast cancer treatment, it made me go crazy. Like I, I went, I was using drinking, I was drugging, I was like doing whatever I could because I was do, uh, doing a lot of pot. Doing a and lot then of doing, pot? Well, I mean like doing a lot like <laughs> unhealthy and Adderall. Well, when like, well, you weren't, during like physio You doing arts. pot when we okay. were together. Well, whatever. So uh, I've done pot. Will does pot. <laughs> well, not like, <laughs> I love pot, but I mean like I was, I was doing I like escapism. Overdoing yes. it, yeah. 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 Overdoing it and overdoing You're drinking eating. Lot, yeah. Oh, I was crazy. And like, so everything I was overdoing because I was like actually trying to escape this. So the backstory to this too is my dad's the only living person in his family. They've all died of cancers. And so I've seen many family members go through cancer treatment and fail. And so for me, if they're like, you have a risk of this too, since I was a child, I thought we would all die of cancer. Like I remember like being afraid that my sister was going to die and like asking my parents, like when was I going to get cancer? Yeah. So like early, well, I was born nine months after my aunt died at 33 of breast cancer. And so, yeah. And so they said to me, I was in the Jewish tradition. It's like, you name the next kid after the one who just died. And they're like, you're her like second coming. Like you, you saved the family. So as an infant, I knew that like I was here because my aunt died of breast cancer. Like that was my story. Okay. So, for somebody who might get this diagnosis, it's not a cancer diagnosis. It's just you could go and get heavy screenings. You know, you could go see your doctor more often. You have all these great opportunities. But for somebody like me who had all this like psychological baggage, it felt like you told me I had cancer. Like it didn't, I, I couldn't really mm-hmm. separate it. Yeah. So we would be hanging out and I would be like, what happens if I get cancer when we have kids? Like I, I couldn't stop talking about it. And it was really, a fun time. It was rough. Yeah. It was Good really rough for him. Like we really couldn't like relax ever. If we were at like a quiet moment at dinner, I'd be like, oh, but what if I get breast? Like I, I couldn't. She'd be like, we have to have kids because my breast cancer ri- risk goes down. So and that's like, for like. That a- sounds terrible. That doesn't yeah. sound like a good reason like to have kids. for an average person, if they say like do these things to prevent breast cancer, but if you have a heredity based breast cancer, you could be doing all the million plans or whatever is the best advice, but it's in your genetic breakdown. So how did you is it deal all breast with cancer? Well, right now it's breast cancer and ovarian cancer. It's coming through the pipeline is more stuff about melanoma, pancreas for men, prostate, and another one. So there, so what this means is it, yeah, why not? So what it means is if you, (laughs) if you have the genetic mutation, 
that what the gene does is that it helps suppress cancer growth and cancer tumors from spreading. So if you have a mutated version of the gene, your body is less effective to do that because all the time your body is constantly getting rid of bad cells and regenerating Mm -hmm. and all the cells in your body know exactly what to do. Like if you cut your lip, it heals differently than if you cut your knee, like your cells know where to go and there's like a rule to follow. So a cancer cell is like a rogue cell and will decide I'm going to keep living even if I'm supposed to die in five weeks or something Mm. or however the turnover for a normal cell of that part of the body is. Or instead of just keeping to myself, I'm going to latch onto other cells and convince other cells to be cancer cells. So those, it's like Mm. a rogue cell behaving badly. So if you don't have that tumor suppressor protein and that gene and everything, then you have a harder time of stopping that. And so a lot of time your body is internally taking care of itself. Like if there's like a weird cell, your body will exterminate it. Like it, Mm. it's, it knows it's turning over all the time. So what that means is that like I, when somebody says I'm positive for BRCA, it means they're positive for the mutation. It's BRCA one and BRCA two. And so BRCA two is more, is like has slightly different percentages. Um, but it's so complicated. You have, so I just went to like some shit doctor that was like a surgeon and she just like told me the diagnosis and then like left the room and left me alone. And I like had a full on breakdown. Like of course. it was so insane. Like you yeah, should no go to good. a genetic counselor, yeah. like genetic yeah. counselors, like yeah. therapists and doctors. Shout out to Sloan Kettering. We Sloan love Kettering. you. The oh, best yeah. genetic Rushed counselors. It. So how did you deal with her panic and stress? Cause I do think that is one of the, I think one of the hardest, but also most satisfying things that can happen in a relationship is trying is figuring out trial and error how to help the other person when they're going through something yeah uh satisfying i don't know that i think it's like i think it's satisfying in the sense of like like satisfying like oh last time he was having a panic i did this and it didn't work and this time i knew to say this and he seems like satisfying because you're like figuring it out together when it works. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't feel you don't satisfied so? when you Not comfort me? No, no, no. I, I, yeah, I wish the first part didn't happen. Right, but, but when you have successfully... When you do a good job I know what you calming mean, the person down. But I mean, down. you said that you... I don't know. I, it's I think different it's for satisfying. each person. Yeah. Well... Not in the moment. Not satisfying. Like, I'm so proud of myself. I'm just saying, cool. I got this. We communicate. Okay. I know we got this. Yeah. 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 Like, and I did the job. I was the one. She stopped crying. You know, <laughs> like, I'm that the one who I fixed it. I never achieved. Me either. Me either. That's why I always stop like the crying. <laughs> I'll stop on my own when I'm ready. Yeah. 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 I think that's her um, deal, too. <laughs> I'll tell you when I'm done crying. That's not like satisfying. I've never fixed anything. But when you it, get through it, it's not even that I'm saying that I think that in a relationship, you are obviously going to have moments where one of you is like feeling shitty or, or panicking or having a hard time. And the partner is going to try different things to help you through it. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. saying I find it maybe satisfying. Well, I feel right very way. good after I make Alan feel better. Yeah. It and, feels and good. That I, and that I didn't make it worse. Yes. That I didn't like minimize yeah. it. Like, that so I had the solution. Only, yeah. Or, or even just like I was a good girlfriend in that moment. Mm-hmm. 
That's all. Jesus. Yeah. Well, we were. <laughs> Are you satisfied with my answer? No. no. <laughs> so sorry you have to see us like this. No, um, I, I, I don't, I don't know what, what I did. What, yeah. I, uh, this is all your fault, guys. No, I'm just kidding. I know. We're sorry. We're I, don't know, I don't know what I did to so you will, comfort you what happened? or to navigate. I mean... You would sometimes be like, we can't talk about this. It was very stressful. I mean, I think I definitely at some point was like, don't talk to me until you about it until you have a decision. Oh, or you're yeah. like, want to talk about making a decision because a lot of times it was just like talking that. about it to just <laughs> talk about it. No, maybe that's how you felt. But I remember you saying like we would go to brunch and be like, no talking about babies or breast cancer. Like we would preface it before we would eat food. Well, yeah. Because well, that was always I mean, when I, I came I up with I know I it. also told you that it was that when you talked about it, it felt like you were just getting it off your chest, but it wasn't just huh, about, yes. you. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't even think about that. I wish I could. T- I it was not intentional. He is a comedian. Um, yes. No, it wasn't go, intentional. Yeah. Um, but it affected me too. Yes. And then I was and like, then it was oh, very right. stressed. It would make me feel stressed out. It would make me feel anxious, make me feel sad. Yeah. A lot of pressure because when you're told like, I have to have a baby before I'm 30, so which in, which everyone should so know that if you are BRCA positive, it doesn't make any difference. It makes it like slightly less likely. Like Wait, so what did, you, yeah. what did you decide? So I thought that if I, if we had kids before, if I wanted to, I thought I was going to get the surgery in like my forties and fifties at first. Cause that's when they really recommend it when you're done, like having kids because the medical industry thinks that's like what you're here for. Um, so <laughs> after but I was, was like, sick of her boobs. I was really sick of my boobs. They were so, they were, they were like a 32 G G F. Like they were so heavy. I think that's like Uma Thurman's. My sister-in-law yeah. is a costume designer. It's the only reason. Yeah, it's so big and like so big. But for me, at Uma five Thurman feet, has big like boobs. I would have never guessed you that. You love Thurman. I love Walt. That's, that's, that's his Slapping uh, down ticket. Harvey Weinstein. I know, right? That's his lady. Great. He loves yeah. her. Kill Bill. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lucky boy. Um, I didn't so, know either. <laughs> yeah. No, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were just, and, and like, they're just really big on my frame. And so I was thinking like, if we have kids, I can get breastfeeding over with, I can like have the surgery and then it's like, I'm, you know, that usefulness is gone. And then I was like, oh, fuck this. Like I'm in my twenties. Like, am I going to pine for being in my fucking fifties? Like I'm going to be really mad at myself when I'm going through menopause. And I was like, why wasn't I happy with my body Mm. and found peace with myself when I was in your early twenties, when you're supposed to feel hot, when you're supposed to feel like in control of your body and you're out living your life. And so that happened. And I was like, it like, it was like a split second. I was like, Alan, I think I, I'm really miserable in this body. I'm miserable in like these fears. I think I want to have the surgery. I think I want to have it now. And he was like, Okay. Great. <laughs> and I thought he was going to be like, you have to breastfeed. Our kids need natural breast milk and all this stuff. And he was just like, no, this would be great. <laughs> this would be great <laughs> for us. Like, like it would really solve this problem. And it took me three years to decide to do and it. And then once she decided, it was like, what bam, is the bam, operation? Bam. They So what they do is they, so, so the, the risk, the, the high risk is all of the breast tissue. Those cells are the ones that become, create a cancer tumor or create cancer cells. So, um, they remove all of the breast tissue. And then what they do is behind your pectoral muscle, they keep your pectoral muscle intact. They put your implant behind there. And at first when they told me that, I was like, that's disgusting. Like, (laughs) do not pull apart my muscle. And my doctor was like, no, it's like a little cocoon. Like it's filled with like healthy blood cells and muscles. And it's like, it's, it's a lovely place to hold that implant. And I was like, Mm. cocoon. Like she's like, she's like, she's like, I'm done with some crazy nervous ladies. And I was like, I'll take it. 
yeah. It's yeah. like, so I never have to wear a bra because your boobs don't move because they're in your pec. Mo- it's like in a pec bra, basically. Wow. And you pick the size of your breast. They're not and getting like, bigger now that she's pregnant, so she yeah. doesn't have so, pregnancy uh, boobs. Can you breastfeed? No, nope. I cannot breastfeed because all of those milk ducts, all of that stuff is Everything's gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. Everything's all gone. Done. So... And for me, because my boobs were so big, they like had to take so much out. They couldn't save my nipple. And like some people keep their nipples. But my doctor was like, if we kept it the way we figure it, it would be like in your armpit. And I was like, why yeah. did you tell me that? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. so gross. But thank you. Everyone thank you for not doing that. Yeah. And I'm right nipple. Now. <laughs> um, so the doctor was so great. And what's really nice about having... so. Typically, what I knew growing up is when you had a mastectomy, it was after cancer or it was after cancer treatment or removing cancer. So, but what's really nice is when you don't have cancer, there's nothing, when you go through treatment, a lot of your cells and muscle, like some of that stuff as a result of cancer treatment gets sort of damaged. So some people like have scarring on their muscle or issues with their lymph nodes. So when you don't have any of that, it's like a beautiful clean slate for the doctors. Like they just, you have a very healthy body that they're going to do this for. And like this to some people it might seem like I've had some real shit men um, say to me like, well, it's not a hundred percent cancer. Like you don't know, why would you do that to your beautiful breasts? And I was like, well, Men? It's men. So yeah. Only men have had like criticized me this way. So, yeah. There was a documentary made about this whole thing <laughs> by Glamour magazine uh-huh. called Screw You Cancer. You can watch it on YouTube. Thanks, honey. And it won some awards. And then her book is about. <laughs> You're so quiet. And then her book came out about this. Yeah, I wrote and a book. And the only people who have been like, why would you do this to your body are guys. Yeah. And it's, so. It's not that many. Most people have been. Pretty respectful. Respectful but- or. Wait, I'm, like I'm so baffled. sorry. Did you just say a man was trying to control a woman's yeah. body? Not only that, you know, an internet the, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and man was, yeah. was a shit and guy. Oh. They're real shit. They're real shit. And and my thing is like, yes. that's fine. But like you and you can decide for you that you would never do that. Like I have a good friend of mine who would never do the surgery. She's BRCA two, and she's Great. really Go happy to, yeah. happy to go to her doctors. Like yeah. she Super. is a good patient. I stopped going to the doctor because I had so much anxiety. Like I wasn't actually being a good patient Mm. and because of my like childhood like for me this was relief and like I really hope that by the time my kids are in their 30s that like it'll be archaic and almost be barbaric and like I can't believe you had to remove body parts like now we have a cure for cancer Mm. but like until that happens I can't live my life with that yeah so it's like great call me call me archaic call it like a crazy surgery fine I don't care I'm do. I'm happy like you do not have to agree with me you can think it's the craziest thing but I'm so into it. And, and I always say to like young women who get tested and stuff like that, I'm like, you, if you don't have cancer though, there's no immediate risk. You don't have to get the surgery tomorrow. If you're thinking of the surgery, if you're thinking about those options, like I took three years to decide and I felt really good about it. Like some, I know some of my friends who got diagnosed, they're like the next week, they're like, I have to plan my mastectomy. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like if you just have this very high risk, but if you can keep going to the doctor, you can decide in time if you want to do it or if you don't or, and everyone's decision is fine. But when you do anything, when you do anything public to share your experience, people think you're telling them they should do it. That's the thing is like, isn't that a bummer that peop- a lot of people have lost the concept of just telling your story yes. so people can be informed and you're not preaching? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah. It's just like this. Is, and she goes out of her way to be like, this is an option. I'm going to show you what this option is. And like. I didn't yeah. know anybody my age you don't who have, did this, this option. This is my story. And some yeah. dude is like, 
oh, cutting off your boobs, how barbaric. Like, would you yeah. just saw off your legs if you, like... Somebody said I should cut off my head if I have a headache. And I said... <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, but again, Internet Man? Yes. What was internet his name? Man. His name? An, an old was probably internet like man. 69, 69, No, he's 69. like, he's like it's an like old Facebook 60s-year-old chap. man. And Come it's on. like, <laughs> you are... I didn't ask, and I, I've responded to a couple of them, and I was like, you know what, sir, I didn't ask you for your opinion at all. This isn't for you, and I don't care what you have to say, and you shouldn't talk about my body. And then they don't respond, and they're yeah, so uncomfortable. Yeah, because cowards. I'm like, it's not, a, it's not about you. Yeah. And the reason I'm, I'm so public is because there was no one my age talking about this. Because mm. like when I first had the yeah. diagnosis, I went online, it was all cancer survivors, yeah. all women in their 40s and 50s, and there was nobody young going through this. And a lot and, of them had bad experiences. And that's when people talk on YouTube. You'll share your really shitty experience or your Yelp review, but no one talks. And I was like, I think it's going to go well. I think I have a healthy body and I'm going to make fun of it in my stand-up anyway. I was like, I think like we could, we could like uh, cover this. And then it went really well. And people were like, thank you. It's exciting to hear people be like, thank you for talking about like wanting to have sex as soon as after you had surgery. Like that was a big thing. Like your body's so sexual at your breasts are so sexual that I was like, right after surgery, I was like, when are we having sex? Like that was, it's like a huge chapter in my book. And yeah. my, my grandma thought it was quite a raw. huge, disgusting yeah. chapter <laughs> in her book. That is a super graphic. It's really graphic. Very detailed. It's fun. I think it's fun. And I'm reading it. Oh, in I a can't light. wait to read it. It's yeah. very sexual. You're going to learn a lot about me. Yeah. All that is um, but I love you, Alan. I know. Well, that chapter is all about how it works, and it's great. So I, but I was like, no one is talking about sex after surgery. Like nobody. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, that's all I wanted to know. Like all I wanted to yeah. know. So. That's why I'm like so public, and it's like some shit people don't like it, but uh, the girls that like it, yeah, uh, I, they like it. <laughs> I know what they want. There are some dudes who are like, I'm confused. Can you help me? And yes. that is like, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. you're yeah. confused. Yeah. Just be com- confused. It's so much better. Nobody to be on the confused. internet wants to ever be confused. I know. And, wait, and they how do you all I'm, are experts on I everything. Love being and ignorant. how do you Just feel like, about my boobs? They're great. Yeah. So you have you because I was really funny. afraid. You had your hands around his neck when you asked him. I know. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about them? No, but like I was worried that like what if She's we, we only I'm we were click only my like tongue in Morse code for help me. Yeah, we were only like a, a couple years together where he had my huge cans, and so I was like, honestly, what if I took away these like huge like we got married and they were like massive, no. and I was like, what if they, we sign the deal, we get married, and then you have these like itty bitty titties? They were now. uncomfortable for you. Yes. They hurt your back. Yes. They hurt your shoulders. I had a good run with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have seen I a man a heavy man with boobs. With huge, huge boobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so oh, totally. I, Comedian at the Bruce end of the Bruce. day, they're really just... <laughs> what did you say? Comedian Bruce Bruce? Um, they're <laughs> just the sex effect <laughs> with a nipple. Well, you know, not they're to like downplay others. them. But, I mean, I loved them during sex. That was why I wrote, the sex chapter was so anxious because I was like, they worked in sex. Like, that was when they did their job. That was when I wanted them to be active and but present. people looked at you like sex. Right, but walking down the street, I don't want time. any, like, strangers. So, like, when it was time to have sex, I was like, oh, Oh, great. Like, finally, I can use these stupid boobs. But then I, that's why I was worried about. I was like, what if I took away that real fun thing? Yeah. Nope. All good. Yeah. But you know why it didn't matter? Because you fell in love with each other's minds when you first yeah. started dating. Yeah. Yeah. Boobs fell are just in love a with bonus. Yeah. You guys, I think we should wrap it up. I know. Okay. I know. 
This I, is great, though. What this is very so much fun. fun. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little delirious in the beginning, and now I feel like I'm back to earth. There we go. And we all are after <laughs> butt stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we end every show Boom. asking Nailed our couple, um, and you said so many lovely things but already, um, but you know, if there's sort of one thing you would want anyone listening to know about love, dating, relationships, just, you know, just anything, your final thoughts drop some jewels you go drop first? some gems are you I have ready to go first? no i'll go um, i mean i've been talking a lot i hadn't noticed um, <laughs> no um i guess it would be that uh you cannot ever uh, take your partner for granted you cannot ever assume that they love you or that you love them uh or that like that they know you love them um, you have to, I think you have to re-earn their love over and over again. And I think you have to show them how much you, you love your partner as much as possible with, by doing things, not just saying it, but by doing stuff for them. Um, and you can never stop. It never stops. It's, it's super hard to be together with somebody forever for your whole life it's not easy you don't just coast um you have to keep keep refreshing it over and over and over again by looking out for that person and being kind to that person and helping that person um don't ever just take your love as an assumption and also i would just say that um you should also, we're very, we were just talking about it earlier. You have to be happy as individuals. We've never bought yeah. this. You're now one yeah, hell yeah. nonsense. <laughs> if you're not happy, if all you are is a wife or a husband and a parent and that's it, that's all you do. I mean, there may be some people who, for whom that works, but I think most people that is not the single thing that makes them happy. They want to have a social life and they want to have hobbies and they want to have pursuits that exist outside of the relationship. Nothing shady, you know, not hidden things, but, <laughs> but underground things, dice games. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, not hidden things, Poker. but <laughs> she lets me go out with my friends and get drunk, you know, once in a while. And, and, um, but I don't feel like it's like a letting thing. It's like no, I want you, know you to have I mean? fun. You, I'm, I check in with you because I think it's polite. And you're like, yeah, sure. Of course. And I'm grateful for that because there probably are some folks who don't let their partners do that. And uh, having pursuits, she does her comedy. You know, I work on my stuff. She, we, we have things that aren't totally revolving around the relationship. There are other things. And the more we nourish ourselves... Otherwise, the better we are in our relationship. So don't just subsume your whole existence into this relationship. Be happy independently because it will improve the relationship. Okay. 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 My advice or my thing is like when you're fighting, you can say you're going to walk out, but never walk out. Okay. (laughs) I think that's the thing. Never physically leave. Like, I think that's like when you're in a fight and you're at like the height of the height, because we have, we are manly level. We have had some fights. We have a lot of big fights, but you, the concept of like, I, unless you really like, unless the person is abusive and hurting you, like get the fuck out. But like, if you are like at the end of the fight, you're just like, I can't fucking handle you right now. Find a way to like decompress without like leaving 
the location or slamming a door behind you. I just don't think like having a door slammed in your face or slamming in somebody's face is just such an aggressive move mm-hmm. that really sorry, means well. like, no, yeah, I mean, everybody has, <laughs> but like, it really means like you're finished. And that yeah. is just such a physical action that I think is really hard. Cause then you have to re then you have to make up on that too. Yeah, like it's, it's so much making up. All I'm going to say is the few times I've slammed the door, yeah. It's been because I didn't know what else to do. Exactly. And then the mm. most, the worst moment is when you slowly then open the door. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still. Oh, now we're just in the house together. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting yeah. Here. I'm just and watching, like, uh, I, watching anytime, how I your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Alan did it to then go walk the dog. And I was like, never. Like, I, I like made I you. thought I was doing something mature. Like, I'm no. going to walk the dog. I'm going to cool I, like, off could or come not back. Get over it for but she took it as like, weeks. I was leaving. Like, I was going to just I mean, really, steal this dog I, I forever. I do think it is fair, though. It's there good to have, have space. been times where I've been like, can you give me five minutes? Yes. I feel like I'm about to say something mean. Exactly. Like, I, I think you can move. And it's hard near because the apartments are so small. But, like, the act of slamming and yes. leaving in the middle of a fight is one of those things that I've just always thought like that is I've learned is just you can't yeah, that's I don't it's, even have that in me yeah not yeah. a door slammer no I'm, no, very, I'm a pacifist good. I'm that's very good. big Lebowski I'm the dude. Yeah, and poor Will, poor Will, will shake his little hands on his head. I'll go. Where are you going? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, I don't understand why you're behaving like this. Yeah, the bodega. Are you gonna get ice cream? Because I could get like, have you not met? I come from a off the boat Italian family. This is the quietest I am able to talk. I'm not even yelling right now. See, this that makes me mad, but not like. Yeah, Alan hates when I leave my socks and dirty luck. I am sloppy. But that's not what we fight about. No, but it bothers you. Wait, my new house? What do you mean? Like, uh... Let's get into it now. When when the cable's out, that kind of stuff. Furious. Like, things bother you really hard. Yeah, well, like, little shit. Not about you, but... No, no, yeah. Well, like, uh... No, I can't think of anything about you, but like customer service phone calls. <laughs> That's when you get really That's steamed. when I get yeah. furious. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm really mad at him, I call him from a fake number yeah. and I'm like, hey, this is Spectrum Cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to push all the yeah. yeah. Your cable's going to be out. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for thank being you. on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And that's it, right? Do we have anything what? to announce? <laughs> no, oh, we're in San Francisco for Sketchfest. Yes, in January, January 19th. 20th, I believe. Ooh. Maybe 19th. 20th. That sounds fun. January 20th. 20th. Yeah, yes. Saturday, January 20th. In San Francisco, yeah. Sketchfest, look it up. I'm also headlining at the Punchline that night. Go headlining. And then you have some shows that Friday. Anyways, we're, yeah. we'll be in San Francisco in January. Way, we'll be at Sketchfest. Yeah. Different shows. And uh, that's it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. You've been wonderful. Thanks for having us. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.